0: I'm the owner operator of this podcast. Our number is six two six four two seven seventy six seventy eight. That's six two six four two seven seventy six seventy eight. And you can find us across social media at everyman sports. With me this week is my dad. How you doing, Dad?
1: Oh, I'm doing great this week.
0: Oh, I am doing fantastic this week as well. Well, the Super Bowl has concluded and Fly Eagles fly. Franchise's first title, first Super Bowl win, first title since 1960, over the hated New England Patriots by a score of 41 to 33 in a really quite a, just a fantastic uh, Super Bowl. Uh, I've seen it said around a couple times. The first Madden Super Bowl because it was you know there was no defense. There was one punt in the whole game. Uh, and quite frankly, I think it was a better game than last year's than Super Bowl Fifty One. Uh, outcome aside, I mean that was that was part comeback, part collapse. It was better than overtime. Uh, overtime was you know that that made it really exciting. But I mean that was part comeback, part collapse. This had a tick ticky tack, you know, uh, tete tete. This had a, a back and forth. Nature but to not,
1: not too many lead changes.
0: No, I think only two. Um, when the Eagles took the lead um, at the beginning, when the Patriots retook the lead in the fourth quarter, and then when the uh, Eagles took it for the They're Really just time. two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like two. But still, it had, because we all knew that no matter what kind of lead happened in the early, uh, before half, and there was only a 10-point lead, you knew that they were, the Patriots were not going to be held in check. They'd be in striking. They, oh, my goodness. They would absolutely be. Everybody knew it, um, just like they knew the sun would come up in the morning. But to know that, that the Eagles would keep up their end of the bargaining, in, uh, end of, and to keep it up by scoring yeah. on their own drives. I mean, they had only one punt, and I think it was in the first half.
1: Did they punt at all? I don't think so. they
0: did. No, they did. The eagle, the Patriots did not punt once. The Patriots did not punt once. Uh, now, what really put them uh, under was two crucial missed kicks by uh, Gostowski. And I don't care where I, you know, every time they talk about like, well, Gustowski is like the most successful. He's got all these in a row. Right. When it comes to playoff times in these last three years, he stinks. Because he uh-huh. mi- he missed that crucial extra point in the championship game against the Broncos two years ago. He missed two extra points uh, in Super Bowl 51, and here he missed an extra point and a field goal. And one was just – now, one I'll blame on the holder because he had no grip. He just threw it up there, and it looked right. it was waffled, and it went sideways. But still, Gostowski is not Vinatieri, not even close. I wouldn't be surprised – if uh, he's the one to go at the end of training camp this year, because this is now three years in a row where he is crucially, um, you know, put the team a little bit, in, you know, in the back with their misses. Now, not that Jake Elliott was perfect because he also missed an extra point too and it caused the eagles to go for two in the first half which was
1: of all the people out out on the field he didn't not look like an NFL football player
0: who Jake Elliott? I mean, no matter how small that jersey
1: was it seemed too big
0: <laughs> he did uh, you know look he he did he
1: looked like a kid in a man's world
0: he did but he still made three he he still made three field goals no i'm just saying the look no i agree i mean you know your kickers are always going to be a little bit uh, on the tinier side but, I mean, this, this was a game that Doug Peterson and Nick Foles and the entire offense of the Patriots did they did not stop. Uh, I'm sorry, of the uh, offense of the Eagles. They did not stop. Their pedal was to metal the whole time. They went 100 miles an hour. They didn't stop. They had big third down plays. They went for it on fourth big down. Big fourth
1: down plays. Big sure. fourth
0: down. Just overall, and they knew exactly what to do. Foles had like no pressure on him. There were a couple times when he had to roll out of the pocket, but even when the pocket was collapsing around him, he still stepped into it. He made some nice deep throws. Um, I mean, just it was it was an excellent game for uh, for the Eagles' offense. They shocked the world. I, I'm Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Foles had one interception, but that wasn't Foles' fault. Who was that? I think that was um, Jeffrey. He was the one that tipped it up in the air.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're bobbling it with no chance of catching You better better just let it go.
0: Right. And, you know, their weapons helped them. But field them.
1: position helped them there. Where, you know, that turnover was deep.
0: That turnover was very deep. I mean, uh, also, you could smell the desperation on the Patriots, when you know, on that final kickoff um, after they had kicked the field goal to put themselves up eight to the Eagles, that kickoff where they tried a little trickery, and it actually um, you know where they did the yeah. um, uh, the toss back, they tried to get some, and they it put them down like inside the ten, which was not which is not good. And Belichick never fools around with with field position, but that was just. That, was, that reeked of desperation, like, uh-oh, this is not going how we planned. Um, two calls in this game. I mean, you know, the through line throughout the entire season was, what is a catch? Two crucial, big touchdowns by the Eagles that had everybody questioning. And I, I, I think that, you know, Goodell's comments earlier in the week saying, like, hey, we really should look in this in the offseason, also came into play. I'm sure that somebody in terms of the officiating uh, heads, somewhere said, let's not screw this up. Everybody is watching. Over 100 million people were watching this. They can't screw it up, and they didn't. I mean, both of those were close, but there was not enough to overturn either of those touchdown passes by Clement and Ertz.
1: Right. I mean, they... We, we, I mean, I think we know by now what a what a catch is, don't we? Yeah. And we know what a runner is. I mean, I don't know why this made such a big deal of it. For years, we knew, and now. We...
0: Yeah, I know now. Now everything comes into question. Um, but I mean, Ertz, that was obvious. He was a runner. He took steps. He moved forward. Right. The ball came out, but he he still, you know, he, it popped out. The ground caused it to pop out, but he caught it right back. Didn't bounce on the ground. Clement one that, you know, I, I really thought that that was, was going to get overturned because there was no
1: good angle there.
0: No, but the thing that worried me was his toe dragged outside uh, while, while the ball was still technically moving. So I thought for sure that that one was going to get overturned and thankfully it didn't. Um, you know, the referees never want to decide the game, and that would have been two instances where they absolutely would have changed the course of the games. Especially that Ertz one, because that was a third down play. They would have had to settle for a field goal, and we know what happens when these teams settle for field goals up against uh, Brady and the Patriots. Right. Never works out for them. But Brady was human. He, he was, um, you but know. He's, he's not a pass receiver. No, he is not. Yeah, that. I mean, I, I did love the trick plays you know, that they came that out. It was fun, right? It was fun, and that they happened so early in the game. They were in the first half. Like, it was almost like both sides knew, okay, this is going to be a long yeah, haul. They're going to
1: maximize every opportunity.
0: Right, because that's the type of stuff you see in the second half. But they were like, no, 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 they'd be prepared for that. Let's do it in the first half. Brady with the... Now, what about, what about Brady catching them with 12 guys on the field? I, you know, that's the kind of stuff that happens. I'm waiting for the day when somebody says, "Uh-oh, this is going to be close." What happens if you jump in the air? If if you jump in the air when they call, you know, d- you know. So if you're, if I'm if I'm the twelfth man and I'm running off the field, and I jump up in the air when they hike the ball, right? Am I consi- like a gazelle? Right, but am I considered a twelfth man on the field? How can I you think
1: so until your entire um, profile gets off the field?
0: I know. I'm just one of those things you're thinking about. So, oh, you want
1: to know if you need both feet in?
0: Right. Like, how? Well, how do you know? I'm up <laughs> in the air. My feet aren't on the ground. Technically, I'm not I, in.
1: I'm amazed that they can call these at all.
0: Look, the quarterbacks are... They,
1: because their perspective. When you look across the field, how do you know exactly where they are?
0: You know what? I think Brady sees the guy who's sprinting. It's pretty obvious who's the twelfth man when he's sprinting off the field as fast. Well, as Well, they can. sprint
1: off and then the last two steps they go slow.
0: Yeah, because they're like, oh, I don't want to bump into the coach. Well, like, just have, have <laughs> one just of, get off the field. Have one of those giant tackle pads like as right. a breaker. Like, woo. it's
1: amazing how do they do that?
0: <laughs> they do it. You know, Rogers is the best at that. Nobody's better. He than is. Him. He, he, he is. really is. But look, I mean, this was you know, five hundred and five yards passing for Brady, three hundred and seventy-three yards for Foles passing. I well, mean, it's a
1: thousand yards of offense.
0: A Super Bowl record uh, point total was a Super Bowl record combined between the two teams. I mean, this was just a fully offensive, and you know, the only defense that really showed up, I think, was was the
1: eighty-five Bears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's true, and neither. But, were, yeah,
1: that's what's happened to the league. Well, they don't care about defense. Defense doesn't sell anything.
0: No, of course, but what I'm saying is the. Only I mean, tel- I
1: mean, Philly was you know supposed to be the defensive team.
0: Yeah, and still they 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 didn't so, get it. So were the Jaguars. They didn't get enough pressure on Brady, and just, I'm I'm thinking. Well, the, well I, they
1: did get knocked the ball away. Oh,
0: and that was big. Yeah, late in this, uh, late in the fourth quarter, they knocked. Oh my god. When I, I saw that ball come out, I sh- I screeched, I started yelling, I start I couldn't believe it. I was like, no, it happened, and I'm very happy to report I was on it all season. The Madden curse struck. I was so nervous. You were going,
1: right about that. That was what 21, 22 weeks ago.
0: I. This was why my whole football season this year was all about it. I drafted Brady first in all of my fantasy leagues. It make you wait? I had him in all of the postseason stuff. He won the MVP. Yes, he did. You know, they didn't go un, They didn't go undefeated. They didn't go. You know, nineteen and zero, which everybody thought they were going to go, and that happened in the first week. But and he had mm-hmm. a pretty pedestrian season. I don't know. I still don't understand. If Wentz doesn't get hurt, Brady's not the MVP. But it's ridiculous that the fact that the voters saw, like, well, he's been gone for two weeks, so he can't be the MVP. That's ridiculous. The Eagles won 12-2. and two. Well, the coach
1: should have been coach of the year.
0: Peterson? Well, you know what? I, I mean, now you can say, like, well, it doesn't matter because I'm a Super Bowl-winning head coach. I don't need to be coach of the year. McVay can keep that because <laughs> he, he's at home watching it at a party. and I'm watching it. Right, and here I am with, with the Stones. Peterson with right. the stones that everybody's talking about the gall, the cojones, the um, so yeah so um, the Madden curse struck. I was so nervous. I thought, oh gosh, this it, he's going to be the 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 curse breaker. Yeah, he won the MVP, but you I know for a fact and everybody knows Brady would much rather have a Super Bowl, sixth ring than he would an MVP. He doesn't care about these MVPs. Like he cares well, about no, he's 5
1: and 3.
0: He's 5 and 3. That's a much more yes, 5 is the most by anybody not named Charles Haley, but 5 and 3, I mean, now it's a little bit more pedestrian. Now you're getting into like that Elway category. Yeah, he had two wins, but he had a couple more losses. You know, well, my, I don't know
1: now. Five Five
0: fives a lot. Again, I'm not taking away the five, although yeah. some of them were, they were all won under mysterious circumstances. That's number yeah. one. But the point is, is that yes, five is a lot, but three losses is still something to be like, hey, yes, of course they're there. You right. know, if you're any player, I, I'd much rather be there. You know, I'd rather be at eight than be at one. But I mean this now, is
1: Matt, now the defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, he's going to be the lion's
0: head coach. he goes up to Detroit, Detroit can have to, him
1: to, right, and they gave up 41 points
0: you know the same thing look, the same thing happened with Shanahan, you know, he went from the Falcons to the 49ers to be their head coach, and he came right. off a really bad Super Bowl where they did nothing in the second half. They decided to just throw and throw and throw, and they didn't think to well maybe if we run the ball. But now he's got Jimmy Garoppolo, so what does Shanahan care? So now the it's it, working out for him, right? If if if. if what about the,
1: Josh, Josh McDaniels? Mike, what, what? How did he get persuaded?
0: Oh my gosh! So yes, uh, Josh McDaniels, who I, now I'm I'm listening to some old episodes of a couple things here yep. and there on my on my device as I'm driving to and from work, and I hear you know the news reports up. Oh, McDaniels will be the head coach. Will be the head coach. assistants have been hired that he has persuaded to come with him wherever yeah. they're from. And, yeah, at the 11th hour, because they announced, they announced that there was going to be a um, press conference uh, Wednesday afternoon, and Tuesday night the news comes down, McDaniels eggs re- uh, on the Colts. So what do you
1: think happened? What, what do you make of it? Well,
0: happened? what everybody thinks is that Kraft came to him, maybe Belichick came to him, but probably Kraft and said, look, Here's here's a couple a few extra more shekels, couple more mil, and you get first dibs after Belichick retires. That's that's the talk. Really, that's the. I mean, what else would make sense? What he got cold feet. This is the no, kind.
1: Yeah, that is not a good
0: fit. I don't understand how we can look. Okay, I understand Andrew Luck. You know, you don't know what you're gonna get out of him, but he, Jacoby Brissett. Who was well, the third? Like what about the front office
1: in Indianapolis? That's not very stable, is it?
0: Well, Ursay is not, but the GM should be. I mean, he's you know he's pretty new to the job. So I, Ursa. Okay, if you don't want to work under Ursay, I yeah. understand. Now, now, what
1: about the Tom Brady angle? You don't think he said, "Listen, what, is everybody leaving"?
0: But does but Tom Brady has enough sway over an assistant coach to say, "Don't leave"?
1: No, I'm talking about maybe to ownership, or to the coach, or something happened. I mean, that's pretty major. At oh. the la- I mean, you know, to to leave somebody at the altar like that.
0: Oh, you so you're thinking that Brady said to Kraft, don't let this guy go, let him be, which, might I say, adds a lot of fuel to the ESPN article. And I think a lot of the stuff that happened here, because we didn't even touch upon Malcolm Butler, which everybody's talked about, but I have a sneak... You, you want a you want a, uh, a tinfoil hat theory? Here you go. Butler was the one who talked. I'm thinking... It, now, this is far... I know this is way far out here. That Butler was the unnamed source in the ESPN article. Belichick found out and benched him. Yes, that's way out of... I, I know that's way out of left field, and it's probably not true, but...
1: Well, he, he's also a free agent.
0: Yeah. No, he absolutely is a free agent. Plus... Here's what's probably more likely, and again leads credence to the ESPN article, is that, you know, uh, Belichick wanted to show Kraft who was in charge. And you're hearing all these things that was tiki-tac stuff with Butler. Oh, he was, you know, he was sick. But he was he was a day late to uh, Minnesota on the ch- team right. flight. Oh, he you know He's smoking weed. He's you know he's doing this. He's out out on curfew. Uh, he didn't have a good week yeah, of only practice. His
1: innuendos.
0: Right. So all these little things to the point where Belichick is like, "Fine, you know what? Uh, I've had enough. It's you know death by a thousand cuts. You're not playing."
1: But th- but also. Well, I think he went for for size.
0: Uh, I mean, look, uh, Malcolm Butler played ninety percent, ninety-seven percent of the snaps during the season, and every yeah. everybody you talk to, everybody who talks about Butler, says he's a, the best tackler in that defensive backfield. Eric Rowe right. is not a good right. tackler. You know that other guy who, but he's
1: not necessarily a cover guy.
0: No, no, he's not. But I tell you what, in you know, we saw what happened in the Super Bowl. Uh, Ertz could have been tackled and not like you know hit by the knees like Roe did. Right, uh, that Roe, was
1: a Perfect pass.
0: It, it was a perfect pass, but what I'm saying is that you know maybe maybe Butler in that re- instance, yeah. that single instance, but you know, you know the
1: style is is to show that you know nobody's n- nobody's safe. He it, it does that many many times throughout you know his career.
0: Right, but but to but to basically shame a man. Yeah, in, well, in, he
1: played one play on special teams. Right, didn't.
0: right. But to shame him in front of millions of people because, what, he well, had... I mean, I, yeah, did you did you feel that? I thought so. I absolutely thought. He's standing there wearing his helmet like a wet dog standing outside in the yard waiting for right, the owner right. to call him well, in. You well, know,
1: hey, you know, sometimes they find snitches in ditches with stitches. What?
0: Well, this one's gonna go off and maybe get a contract. He, look, Butler's gonna the sign Jets somewhere. Will sign oh, that'd be that'd be great, and it would just fit my 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 team's profile. Perfect. Always, yeah. yeah that's always. a great outcome. Sure, yeah, and I'm sure, and it'd be great but if you're if you, a
1: team player. I mean, yeah. You know, so, so what I'm can't be about you. So, which disappointing? I understand.
0: Right, but but you have to think what, and especially when they can't stop anybody. And, you know, all of the flaws right. of the Patriots' defense came out in this one game. They couldn't stop well, anybody. Well, they missed Hightower. They missed Hightower, absolutely, but they couldn't. They were just working. And you know what? For somebody who's a brilliant genius like Belichick and somebody who's a literal rocket science like Patricia, you can't stop. You can't even stop one of them or one of these scores. So they, they couldn't got,
1: stop Foles. They couldn't stop As as a receiver.
0: They couldn't. The the only one play that that was stopped that had me worried was that, I think it came off of a timeout or they came back from a break. It was a third down and it was a running play and it got blowed up in the backfield. Um, It was either a running play or a screen pass that somebody had read and it was for like a Mm five-yard loss. And at that point I started to, I just put my head down. I was like, the game's over at this point. And I really thought that, but i I couldn't believe that Peterson and the offense would just keep it going, so to think that uh, you know hey uh something's going something's not going right. can we put Butler in just for one series, please, and Belichick you know, just deciding no that he has to he has to take his licks here, so a couple of things- I'm also thinking that maybe yeah, this was his way of showing craft. I'm the lead dog. I'm the, I make the choices. He will be sitting out, and there's nothing you can do. What are you going to do, fire me? See you later. He's he can. So it's obvious that all the stuff that's been talked about all season long, that Brady's got crafts ear, and that Belichick is just basically sitting there seething, might just be true. And if this McDaniels uh, theory is happening, where he... He just, he napalmed any chance of ever getting any job other than a Patriot job. So now he's sitting there waiting, hoping that it doesn't blow up in his face because he's putting all of his eggs in one basket here with Kraft and expecting him to be there. And if Brady was the one that went to Kraft and said, hey, yo, you know, take a couple off of mine, take a couple off of somebody else's, give it to him, make sure he doesn't leave, I buy that, and then it just, you know, it confirms everything we thought.
1: Yeah, well, enough on the Patriots, even though they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl next
0: year. Uh, they're, they're always the fa- and you know they're going to do something. In the but house. you think
1: it's come to an end, the run? Uh,
0: it's, it's getting close. And, you know, whether he was explicit in his saying that he's going to examine his future or if it was just one of those, you know, by-the-book answers, if Gronkowski, I mean, this is a guy who, uh, I mean, his bell's been rung plenty of times. And now his house got robbed. Yeah, his house got robbed. Oh boy, just everything.
1: Oh, you when it d- rains, when it rains, it pours.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. You, you, it's it's interesting that this doesn't happen more often because it's not just like, oh, I'm going to the Super Bowl. No, my I fit. think it
1: happens more often than it's reported.
0: But I mean, did Gro- I mean, then he's probably the just the most high profile person because
1: well, social social media too, I and mean, people are you know, not way true. too revealing about their activities.
0: No, it, it absolutely true is, but you know when you look at all these people, because don't forget, it's not just one player; it's a hundred and four player, a hundred and six yeah. players on either side.
1: Celebrities plus all, kinds all the, of people.
0: and then family members as well. So it's just really interesting. So yeah, Gronkowski well,
1: five hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry and cash at
0: home. Uh, Rob Gronkowski. He also had Rob. I get it. Oh, you got it. There you go, Gronkowski. You know, we, he's Gronk. He's not. You know, he's got. He's got a comedy special on on Showtime, and he's not even that funny. He's got Gronkowski. He's got cruises, you know, where it's just a booze cruise. Like, you know, this is a guy who's gone on record as saying, I didn't wear a shirt for three months. I mean, this is the type of guy, you know, Bud Light's on tap at his place. But he
1: was the go-to guy at the end of the game for Brady.
0: I mean, look, two touchdowns. He
1: got out of bounds. I mean, he almost cartwheeled.
0: Yeah. 116 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Um, I mean, he,
1: and, no, and no knockouts.
0: No, uh, although Cooks got knocked out, he got laid out, which was unfortunate. You know, you don't want to see a guy down. Um, but
1: he was knocked out before he went down.
0: I mean, and that was just that wasn't anything. And I'm glad they didn't flag that for a lot of reasons, but mainly because I, he he was just running.
1: The he was guy, a runner.
0: He was a runner at that point. He wasn't. So, coming
1: to, Everybody, every, all the receivers in this Super Bowl were runners.
0: Yeah. Did you see the coverage? <laughs> Did you see the coverage by the defensive backfields on both sides? They couldn't yeah. cover anybody. Hogan ran a seam route, and Brady picked him off down this middle of the field, and nobody, like one guy was trailing behind him. He couldn't do anything.
1: It was a pathetic uh, display in defense, really. It, it's, it's like arena football. It's exactly what the league wants. They want those type high-scoring games.
0: And it did. And, and it absolutely did.
1: And the crowd loves it, right? Back and forth. It's yeah. like NBA basketball.
0: Yes, of course. That's what, that's what I'm being... It's being called the Mad, the first Madden Super Bowl. It's a video game. You know, this is, te, this is Tecmo Bowl stuff. This is, you know... Um, but less people watched it. Yeah, By 3%. And, and what's
1: with that halftime show? I mean, you I'm, know, it looks like... Uh, you know, Timberlake was on Ellen or whatever. I mean, what, what kind of show was that?
0: Yeah, it was It was not... First of all, the the, the music, the, the mix of the sound was not good because the vocals were drowned out. Um, what
1: about the hologram?
0: Well, they, there was supposed to be a hologram of Prince, but the Prince people reneged it, so they decided on how about just a really nice white sheet and then you had display, <laughs> which, you know, it wasn't too bad. And you know what? People were complain. And you know what? I think the biggest complaint is that people aren't really pointing out. That a, for so many years now in a row, um, yeah. it's been you know the the halftime performer plus guest. Madonna right. had you know MIA and Nicki Minaj. Um, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, Beyonce had her Destiny chi- Destiny's Child um, uh, uh, right. bandmates. Uh, Cold Jackson. Coldplay had Bruno Mars and Beyonce come out. Uh, that, last... that was a big one. Right, exactly. So so. Y- it's been many years in a row where it's been the performer plus friends. This was the first time in a while since like Bruce, you know, since Springsteen and since um, uh, Tom Petty and Paul McCartney, where it was just him. And um, Timberlake is a big Michael Jackson fan when he was younger. Like he, you know, he emulates right. the dance moves and the music and the stylings and Ah, uh, Michael had not the f-
1: even close though.
0: No, no, of course not. But don't forget, Michael had the very first of what we know as the modern halftime show. You know, before that, it was um, you know, "Hooray for America" mm-hmm. salutes yeah, it's a the big
1: showman for sure.
0: Right, but up until up and up before that. Like, it was all like, uh, you know, the the high school bands or, you know, Carol Channing comes out and sings a, a melody or something or, or Disney right, World puts right. on a performance. Michael Jackson was the first one to be like, here's a, a big name. Right. So ever since then, it's changed to where it became where it is now. And I think Justin tried in his own way to bring it back. I mean, there was no sync, There was no Janet. There was no anybody else that he... Yeah, that he, it was...
1: It was um, no,
0: Britney. I mean, n- anybody. Not memorable. No, it was unfortunate because um, he is a really good artist. He has some excellent songs, but the music, right. it, it just it didn't work well um, for him. Uh, if you had the prop bet of um, two and a half over of uh, number of players passing, you won that because four players uh, attempted a pass, and that was two and a half, so if you had that for it sure. There was four players? Danny Amendola, Tom Brady. Trey Burton, and Nick Foles all through a pass. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. All through a pass, so there you go. Um, So the Super Bowl is over. Uh, The Eagles finally have one. The NFC East is the first division to have all of its participants win at least one Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, they've won the most by far of any division.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah.
1: But I think the interesting thing a little bit about the year in review,
0: especially in the playoffs,
1: there was a lot
0: of new teams in the playoffs
1: this year. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking, who was there? Uh, the
0: Falcons,
1: the. Falcons, the, page, the Patriots. S-
0: Steelers, Patriots. And uh, the Steelers. Uh, Steelers, Patriots. And everybody else was new, no? Falcons, hold on, let me think. Saints were new, Vikings were new, Carolina was new. Jaguars. Jaguars were new. Titans were definitely new. Bills were right. obviously new. Oh Kansas City. Well, I'm Kansas saying, so it's, Kansas, it's Kansas a lot. City. Kansas City. So four out of oh, okay. s- four out of um fourteen team wait, fourteen, sixteen, eight, hold on, six, twelve. Four out of twelve teams were new. Which is pretty good. Wait a minute. Four out of twelve were old. Oh yeah, old. I'm sorry. Eight out of twelve yeah. were new to this postseason. Which I mean uh, you know, So it begs the
1: question, what new ones next year?
0: Well, we can, you know, we'll have to look at that next year, but, I mean, you got to figure a team that's on the rise. Houston's on the rise. You know, Watson will be back. i got to think that maybe San Francisco, even. Oh, San Francisco, Green Bay. I mean, it's hard to keep Green Bay down. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd love to say the Jets, but I know that might not be true. Um, Well, the Bills made it, so keep hope alive. Boy, you know, I want to say something like, uh, you know, Ravens could be new again. Seahawks. Really? I think they
1: maybe. just signed the top, uh, top receiver from the uh, great Cup. Really? Yeah. The uh, the Ravens. Yeah. Oh. I I like their front office.
0: No, they're good. I, although Ozzie Newsome, I, I know he's 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 approaching Methuselah age. Yeah, but he's still in legendary. Yeah, that's true. Um, so there you go. The um. So yeah, so uh, that's so uh, we'll have to yeah. The season's over. Um, congrats to the Eagles. Yeah, it's sad,
1: it's sad in a way, but now we can bring on baseball.
0: Now we can bring on baseball and.
1: Todd Frazier signs with the Mets. Oh, a lot of a lot of good players still sitting on the shelf.
0: Oh my goodness. So yes. Yeah, and,
1: so... and now the union's not happy. Oh my goodness. Because uh, you know the salaries aren't boosted.
0: Well, Tony Clark, I mean, you know, he, if he's going up against Manfred, you know. Manfred,
1: well, he was a selfish player, too.
0: Well, yeah, of course. And Manfred, you know, he, he's Harvard-educated, and Tony Clark is a former. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any love lost. No, absolutely not. To the point where now and, apparently.
1: And, and, you know, for the fans, they don't help us. They don't represent us.
0: No. 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 We're... I
1: know one thing. If they go on strike, that would be a huge, huge mistake. Because no. I took a year off last time and never returned my enthusiasm. Right, you know they they could be killing the golden goose here.
0: No, you know what? They're not going to because I
1: think it would be foolish.
0: No, oh no no no, they definitely won't because they, even at the bottom, there's still a lot of money. Whereas in '94, like it was still you know a, a, two million dollars seemed like a lot. Now two million dollars is a bargain, you know, with all the money the minimum. <laughs> With all the money that is it's coming TV
1: in. TV contract money. That's what it is.
0: But what I'm saying is that all the money that's in Major League Baseball that is spread around, I mean, you can live handsomely. Off, nobody's going to want to stop that gravy train because, like I just said, even at the bottom, you're still getting paid a good amount of money. It wasn't like the old days. I mean, six figures is where you are at the league minimum. I mean, this isn't 1991 where, you know— so also,
1: they've got to be realistic. Trees don't grow to the sky. I mean, everything has a limit.
0: Right, right, absolutely. Yeah. So, I, and you know, what? to the point where now, because there's so many, and there's a lot of names still unsigned. I mean, if you just look at, like, who are the top free agents, I mean, you, Darvish, J.D. Martinez, Eric Hosmer, uh, Jake Arrieta, um, Mike Moustakis, Alex Cobb.
1: Well, the most expensive models are Alex still Cobb. on the shelf.
0: Right. So, I mean, J- Jonathan Lucroy, Lance Lynn, I mean, not, 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 you know, spring chickens, but still big names. Carlos Gonzalez, Greg Holland, these are big names that are still out there. So what, what is happening now is that the union for Major League Baseball, for the Players Association, is um, looking for basically spring training sites to have their own spring training camp at the beginning of this of spring training for all that's 30 ridiculous. teams. To basically work out and be
1: on... That's, the, that's like having a worker-owned company. I mean, they seldom work out.
0: But, what you know, I, I will say this. What, what are they supposed to do? I mean, obviously, obviously, the players can take whatever deal is there and be happy right. they get X amount of millions, and, you know, they don't always have to ask for $20 million a year. They can sit out. Well, they could sit out, but this is kind of like that work. They want their cake and eat it too. Because here's where the bl- here's where where both sides are going to blink when it comes to spring training, and you've it's happened before. Griffey. I mean, just year after year. It's not quite like in football where, where in the preseason games somebody breaks an ankle. But it's always, oh, boy, somebody's way underperforming. They come to camp 50 yeah. pounds overweight. Oh, my gosh, you know, this guy, uh, he, he pulled a hamstring. He's pushing his back hurts. He is not what right. we – we need somebody in here right now. So ring, ring, ring comes down the uh, the telephone call at some, you know, workout site in, you know, the middle of Texas no, or Arizona. Yeah,
1: exactly, but they don't want to come to this. No, they don't. They want to be signed with plenty of money early.
0: Right, they don't want... Well,
1: so, well, so does everybody.
0: Well, of course. So th- this is... But this is what... The, they have no other choice. And I don't blame them for doing it. They have—they really don't have any other choice. So let them do it if it actually comes through. Because right now it's just speculation that they're they are looking for sites. It's not guaranteed that they will. Because they're hoping in a month when all of the news is on baseball, when football is totally out of the zeitgeist, when nobody's thinking about it right now, and baseball is the only thing on people's mind. They're going to go, you know what, maybe we should sign this guy. Uh,
1: listen, I think everybody knows about their talents, so I don't think they need a place to showcase it. I mean, he's got a whole career to do
0: that. Right. So, yeah, so the New York Mets signed Todd Frazier, which I'm I'm all about. I'm really happy to see that. Um, and uh, a great deal of respect shown to you know, David. I'd
1: like them to just get past David Wright well, and, and just end that nightmare.
0: Well, for right now, it's working in their favor because they all the money that's being— Right,
1: because the money they're paying him, they could be paying somebody else.
0: Barely, because 75% of the contract is being picked up by insurance. It was the one smart thing the Mets have but he done. he can't
1: make it to the field, and when he does, he can't continue. So, I mean, what are we waiting for? Well... This, is, this isn't Babe Ruth.
0: No, I understand. However, he's the closest thing, to, I mean, he's he's the closest thing since Tom Seaver to anything that the Mets have had in terms of... No,
1: but of, he's a distant memory now. No,
0: I know, but any... I mean, he's basically a, the Mets' only elder statesman. Yeah, but they signed Reyes. I mean, are we ever going to move forward? Reyes, I wish they kind of didn't. I mean, and... Yeah, really. You know, so who needs it? I know, you know... I
1: mean, these guys want, uh, you know, part-time work with full-time pay.
0: Right, I understand. Which goes back to the fact of you know st- no, they're not going to go on strike because look at all the money. You could be a nobody and you still get 1.2 million, and that's pretty good, in especially 2D. in your late 30s.
1: To get public sympathy, I don't think so.
0: Right. So yeah. So the Mets get Todd Frazier. He's 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 more at this point. I'm just happy that he's there for a clubhouse appeal. I like that aspect of it. <laughs> I wanted him to play third base. He's gonna play third base, and he can even Good. play some first base. But the Mets still need an infielder. I'm not. I'm not happy with how their infield is right now. Yeah, I, I like Rosario. Um, Cabrera is okay. Um, Frazier, while he, while I'm liking, he's there. He's not the answer. Um, uh, he, right. He'll hit a lot of home runs, but you know, surprise, surprise, he'll strike out. But that's what. Um, Sandy Alderson and the Mets don't care about. They're like, are you, did you hit it far? Then that's all we care about.
1: Well, it's the launch angle. That's what everything's
0: about. Yes, Dom Smith. They're half in, half out on Adrian Gonzalez. Is there? They signed Jay Bruce. You know, the outfield's fine the way it is. I yeah, could use Jay
1: Bruce. To, <clears throat> they're bringing the same team they had last year.
0: I could. But well, do,
1: but do they have a closer?
0: Yeah, they've got two. uh um, oh, the guy from. Uh, oh, what's his face? Um from the marlins i'm forgetting his name his name's slipping me uh familia will be back and him and the other guy will create a one-two punch they've also signed a couple of other they got a couple other bullpen guys i'd like another bullpen arm i don't need another starter because i think the starters are fine let's see what we got out of what we got and then we can start worrying about you know who else we can sign elsewhere uh later i'm not really worried about that um so the mets are doing that um uh, still, just not a lot of movement elsewhere in baseball. Still, just kind of waiting for, like we said, you know, for this training camp to start. Um, but it'll be interesting where 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 people land. Like I said, big names still available. Yule Darvish is still being courted. J D Martinez and the Red Sox are like going back and forth. They never stop talking with each other. So it seems like that might be a done deal. Eventually, he might go to the Diamondbacks. I don't know but right now we're just we we have to sit here and wait and tony clark worrying about you know because <laughs> he's not going to be the 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 president of the PA. he's not going to be the the guy in charge of the, the players association much longer i mean he really isn't it's just not working out well for him
1: i don't think the public is really you know has the stomach for uh, labor disputes in sports i mean you know viewership is down in football it might very well transfer to baseball if they make moves like that
0: I mean, we'll see. That's it's the only thing. Um, moving over to the other sports that are still going on, uh, basketball specifically, and the Knicks just got dealt a horrendous bit of news. You know, at twenty three and thirty two, they're hoping for that eighth spot in the playoffs, and now mm. just might as well go home. Uh, Christoph Porzingis, the unicorn as he's called, is now uh, is now without a uh, without a knee. He tore his ACL. So he's out for the year, which, I mean, that puts everything. So that
1: show's over.
0: That show's over, and, you know, they have this, this silly idea that they might get LeBron in the offseason, which, I mean, that's not going to. He doesn't want to go to New York. I, he, I don't think he even knows where he wants to go. He said he doesn't want to be traded out of Cleveland. He wants to see the season to the end. And I don't blame them. They're still going to make the playoffs. It's not like they're in 11th place. So, right. But, I mean, you know, the Knicks, you know, that, that hurts them. You know, it's Golden State. It's going to be Golden State in the West. It's just where does uh, you know, who are they going to face? Um,
1: no, I mean, when are the Knicks going to get it together? I mean, the last time that happened was Patrick Ewing.
0: Right. I, I think they're going to get it together when when players actually look and decide. You know what? What if we go to New York? Because they want to go to all these different places. They want to go to Cleveland and and San Francisco and some of the like even the Lakers are not. Um, as much of a draw for some of these free agents that they have been in the past. I don't know what it is. And, you know, you see Magic Johnson, you know, um, uh, a big part of the Lakers front office. He gets hit with a tampering charge because he does an interview, and he's going on and on about um, the Greek freak, the guy in Milwaukee. I'm not even going to attempt to say his name. uh, Boy, I'm not even going to try. So, yeah, the Greek freak out there, he's talking about how great he is. You know, as a front office guy, that, you know, that kind of makes it look like he's trying to get him to come over to his side. Sure. But, I mean, yeah, it's just so weird to see, like, Houston is, like, the, this place where people need to go. You know, Milwaukee, just places where you didn't think, Oklahoma City, where you didn't think these super teams would come up. You'd think it'd be Chicago. Right. You'd think it'd be New York. You'd think it'd the be the bigger Atlanta. market. But apparently, no. And I guess that also speaks to the strength of... The I think en- that's a good thing. Well, it, it does. You know, you kind of wish that that would almost sort of happen in some of these other places like the NBA. Like, or like Philadelphia. Like like Philadelphia. <laughs> well, that you know, uh, Vince Young once said they had a dream team in Philadelphia and that didn't work out well. Oh, that's a good point. Um, so we got the uh, Olympics coming up. Uh, opening ceremonies are on Friday. Um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, I always enjoy to watch both the men's and women's hockey, speed skating. Um, I enjoy, the, like, the team or, like, the competitive where you're facing off against one, but one another. What, not the slalom? The slalom because that's just, uh, well, is that the one where you do it against somebody or is that on your own? Yeah, no, well, yeah, you, the clock, yeah. Yeah, um, those ones, while they get the most press, like the same thing with figure skating where you, it's point-based. and then you It's
1: like golf. It's you against the course
0: right like that that's okay I'm like I still watch it I'm not going to not watch it but what really excites me is you, where, you watch it to
1: see if somebody's gonna fall
0: uh, eh, a little bit but you know with it with on the tape delay when you watch it in primetime you already know either what's happened or they will show you
1: you've falls. seen it on YouTube yeah, oh times.
0: gosh yeah yeah you can absolutely watch that but I mean uh, I'm trying to think of other sports where you face off. Against others in the Winter Olympics, let me look that up, real quick. Um, now,
1: now what do you make of North Korea being involved in the Olympics and sending like two hundred, you know, gorgeous women and
0: oh yeah, they want a you know,
1: marching sequence or whatever. I don't know what to expect to see from these people.
0: Uh, I know that it's it's basically like a hey, let's give this a try. Like I'm sure the North Korean government is 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 very aware that hey, if you run. You know, you still got family here, so don't, 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 try, to, <laughs> don't try to defect to the South. No, I'm
1: just talking about using, a, you know, a mess of people like that. I, I mean, mean, there's going to be over 200 dancers or whatever.
0: Well, it, it is. They want to show a unified Korea, although, you know, that's an oxymoron. Um, right. Yeah, they, so it's not going to work. So, you know, just to give the appearance, you know, that's what it is on the grandest stage in, in the, of the world. You know, the, keeping up appearances, and that's really what it is. So, let's see. Um, I'm trying to think. So, let's see. Um, competitive well, sports. I, I,
1: I always thought they were about fitting in, in general.
0: Well, yeah, but, you know, still they but want to. I don't it.
1: think it's going to look that way this time.
0: No. Um, I think cross-country skiing, that's a competitive one where you, you're, you're up against somebody. Curling is obviously one. You know, everybody's obsession with curling returns every four years. Right. The
1: luge. Yes. They um, finally got a good American luge.
0: Luge, yes. Um, but that's one where it's you know you against the course, military what? ski patrol I think. Oh, Nordic combined—that's one where you're definitely up against other people. The short track speed skating. Any, what any about
1: sk- the toboggan? That's fun to watch.
0: Toboggan? Um, you mean bobsled? It's, yeah. 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 I mean that's a yeah. Any time where it's you know you the, the it's it's interesting and you know you see like teamwork. Yeah, stuff like that. But I like it where it's you're competing against these other ones.
1: But it's going to be so cold there.
0: Of course it is. I mean, it is the Winter Olympics. I kind of want it to be cold. Yeah, I know. But uh, I mean, I heard it's bitter. I'm sure it is. Um, speaking of the Olympics, and we, and we, you know, I, it does need to be touched on. It's been touched on a lot. But um, you know, with the Larry Nassar case and seeing how Michigan State, you know, you see Tom Izzo and. Uh, The coach there are being implicated in a lot of cover-ups of sexual misconduct by uh, former players. It's just, you know, everybody thought, well, it was Penn State, well, it was Baylor, well, it was this place, it was that place. It's, It's just, it's not a question of which ones are, which ones aren't. And at this point, it's it's all of them that have covered up, and it's all towards the almighty dollar of the of the football program, of the basketball program.
1: Higher education
0: has failed us? Uh, well, it's hard to believe, but, yes, it is It is the case. And to see just so well, many— much... because
1: the focus is
0: not enough on the students. No, no. It's, it's...
1: everywhere else.
0: It's everywhere else, and especially— From look... the
1: administration on down
0: to well... TV
1: rights to anything that makes money.
0: Yeah. And, that, and you've hit it right on the... Including student loans. Well, that's true. And you've hit it right on the head. Money. Money in college sports is, yeah. is the root of all of this. And while I don't think it would solve everything, but if you were to have money either given or set aside for these players when they graduate or leave the school to show that in whatever, good faith, whatever you want to call it, you know, um, not the idea that it's indentured servitude, but if the money goes somewhere other than in the pockets of these people who want more and more and more uh, athletic directors and and college presidents, if you spread the wealth elsewhere and especially down to the people, the students who put themselves out there for your money making, you know, I but think it might help know, a little. It's
1: really, the major men's sports that that pay for everything.
0: Well, of course, it's the football and, program. And they're
1: the cash cows. Yes, and then it trickles down
0: and corrupts everything else. It absolutely does, and especially when you look at. Well, what's the alternative? Yeah, you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay the players. Well, that's what I'm saying. While it, while I'm not directly saying, hey, you go to this school, you get a lot of money. It's not. I don't think it should be agency like it is in all the other sports but if you put it in a nest egg like oh hey you guys made it to the to the national championship here's all the money that we got from uh you know the television contract or the ratings from that from that game uh put it or you know here's the gate you know the gate receipts so what
1: is that a form of profit share
0: yes but but like give it to them like in the off season or give it to them after they leave or graduate or when they're no longer Uh, Sorry. Uh, Oh, we have a a quick uh, message by a uh, contributor here. My wife Lee.
2: Um, just on this topic, I was talking with somebody who said there was an. They read an article recently, and I forget where, about how these, um, the big money sports, basketball, football. that they fund a lot of the smaller level sports. So Mm -hmm. um, the article was written by a female golfer um, who said there's an interesting uh, conversation with regards to race because basketball and football tend to be played by black players. Oh, yeah. Um, So she, as a white woman, was able to have opportunities to excel at a collegiate level because of programs funded by those players so it's just a really interesting take on that idea of you know being able to have these kinds of programs based on the revenue generated yeah
0: i mean well
1: i think that's true they wouldn't exist without the the major you know men's sports
0: title nine is basically because people like college football like to sum it all up, and 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 that's where it is. So, well, it's a shared wealth policy. Well, of course it is, and, and it makes sense that yes, all these you know field hockey can exist on these college campuses because March Madness is it, it, it's a rite of passage for everybody in March. You know, everybody's got brackets. You know, they fill, they print them out, they fill them out, they carry them around with them. They talk about them. You know, I, I mean, every Saturday in the fall. Every Saturday in the fall is all about college football, so it, it it absolutely is the case that you know there is a trickle down, but be, but still, that's only a trickle down in opportunity. I don't get nobody gets paid in opportunity, you know. The only ones who do no, you is
1: you got to make something of
0: it, right? So you know, and of the people that you know get drafted in the NBA or in um the nfl or you know to a lesser extent yeah. nhl and, M- and major league baseball come from these colleges like that's a small percentage so when you've got people putting themselves out there and you know when the money is just going to the same one percent at these schools you know power absolute power will corrupt absolutely and it comes in the form of misconduct and monsters well, being cover-ups. Lo- absolutely And just anything to get that extra couple million, and don't, don't
1: talk. And and the recruitment corruption. Absolutely, that's legendary.
0: Right. So while there's no one answer to fix it all, start by making sure that you know the top does not reap every single ounce of the benefit. So that's just my two cents on that, as it is for everybody's. All right, Dad. Well, thanks very much for joining me this week. Oh, it's
1: been fun. It's been a great season.
0: It has been a great season. We'll have to. And we'll... it's a
1: great underdog playoff year.
0: Oh, boy, was it. For sure. So, very exciting. A lot of ex- unexpected excitement. Oh, boy. Brady's 5 and 3. That's one more loss on his record. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Great. It really is. All right, Dad. Thanks very much. We'll talk to you okay. later. Okay. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin MacLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.